You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. We're calling an audible. That's a football term in case you didn't know, but we're changing things up. Initially, today's Locked on Kings podcast was supposed to be this build your own Sacramento Kings offseason adventure that I'm putting together. And we are still going to do that, but we're going to have to push it till later this week or maybe even next week. Why? Because according to The Ringer, the Sacramento Kings are one of five teams that are aggressively pursuing Damian Lillard. But some Sacramento Kings fans on Twitter aren't a big fan of this. Well, we'll talk about why it's good for the Kings to at least be involved in the conversation. Why, to me, it's a breath of fresh air. And I'm going to be joined by Locked On Blazers host Mike Richmond. He and I are going to talk about the possibility of this trade even happening and what it would take from the Sacramento Kings just to get the conversation started. It's all on today's episode of the Locked On Kings podcast. Hello and welcome to Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January all the way through to December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for the last six, nearly seven years, looking forward to uh, season number eight covering the Kings, both as an on-air host and multimedia journalist. And before we get into this Damian Lillard conversation, I want to let you know that NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick, follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today, and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7pm Eastern Time. I, of course, will be a part of that, as will the other Locked On Podcast Network analysts and experts, local experts, breaking down anything and everything that happens on actual draft night. But right now also, we have our Locked On NBA Ultimate Mock Draft that is going on, and today is picks 6 through 12, meaning... Pick number nine, the Sacramento Kings pick, is involved in this show. I'm telling you, you're going to want to listen to hear what I decide to do with the ninth overall pick. I'm expecting a lot of you not to like it. I'm expecting some of you to like it. And on tomorrow's Locked on Kings podcast, after you've had the chance to listen to it, develop your own thoughts and opinions, soak everything in, I will share with you my reasoning for the moves that I made, my thought process, the -the behind-the-scenes conversations that happened, This is a really incredible exercise, something that no other network, television, radio, podcasting, anybody, nobody's doing except for us. And we do it damn well. Go and check out, listen to our Locked On NBA Ultimate Mock Draft. Picks 1 through 5 were yesterday. Picks 6 through 12 are today. The remainder of the first round throughout the rest of this week until Friday. So I encourage you to please tune in. Give it a listen. It will prepare you for the NBA draft better than any other outlet out there with a mixture of fun entertainment and fantasy thrown in. Speaking of fantasy, the Sacramento Kings are involved in conversations to land Damian Lillard in a trade. That was reported by Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. I'll read for you uh, the paragraph that everybody really is talking about here. O'Connor writes, Few team executives expect a Dame deal to happen this offseason, but multiple front office sources say the Heat, Kings, Knicks, Rockets, and Sixers have recently been the most aggressive suitors. So I'll start by saying this. 
Like Kevin wrote in the first line of that paragraph, the likelihood of Dame being traded I think is very low. And the likelihood of Dame being traded to Sacramento is even lower. When reading those five teams, it does seem like the Kings are like the ugly stepbrother or that one child that just doesn't really belong amongst those others. I mean, just compare markets, right? So before we get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation, I will say I don't expect this to happen. I don't expect to see Damian Lillard in a Sacramento Kings uniform. Although that doesn't mean that I'm not going to spend my time talking about it. Because the fact that it's a possibility, the fact that the Kings are actively involved, the fact that Monty McNair is doing what he said he was going to do when he took the job here in Sacramento, to me is not only a win, it's a breath of fresh air. How many times in the past, I don't know, 15 years maybe, have we seen big names become available, whether it's because of disgruntled stars or teams wanting to move in a different direction or they're afraid to lose a player in free agency, and the Kings are not even close to involved because everybody knows that they're the Sacramento Kings. They don't really have much to offer, and why would a player of that status want to come to Sacramento anyway? That's not only a mindset that has been national, that's been a local mindset. And that's been a mindset by people inside the Sacramento Kings organization, inside the front office. Why would we even try to be involved in a Damian Lillard trade? We're the Sacramento Kings. We're not going to get him. He doesn't want to play here. He wants to go to New York or LA or Chicago or Miami or Houston. He doesn't want to come to Sacramento. So we're not even going to try. A defeated mindset that has gotten the Kings absolutely nowhere. And even if that mindset might be a little more realistic than the idea of the Kings being involved in really throwing their name into the lottery bin to try and get a player like Lillard. I still want my team to try. I want them to have a chance. More importantly, I want the Sacramento Kings to try and break out of this mantra that nobody wants to play here, that it's not a star destination, and that other than overpaying underwhelming free agents, the Kings can't convince anybody to come here. That might be the reality now, but I don't want that to be the reality later. And I'm aware that Vlade Divac and Rashawn Holmes are probably the best free agency signings by the Kings of all time. I get that. I get Sacramento has built their best teams through the draft, but mainly through trade. Monty McNair said when he was hired as the general manager of the Sacramento Kings, his first press conference He said he wanted to put the Kings in a position of flexibility so that when stars became available, the Kings could have a legitimate shot. He wants the Kings to be involved in these conversations. He's coming from a Houston Rockets organization built off of analytics that was able to not only acquire James Harden, but also was able to acquire Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Now, neither of those really worked out. Paul almost did before he got hurt. He knows how to play, how to be involved. And like I said, even if there's little to no chance of Damian Lillard being a Sacramento King or coming to Sacramento, and even if it's going to take way too much for the Kings to acquire Damian, I'm thrilled that they're involved. I'm thrilled that the Kings are throwing their name into the hat. I'm thrilled that they're not just accepting that they're Sacramento and it's not going to happen. This is what I expect out of Monty McNair. This is what I expect out of the Sacramento Kings. You haven't made the playoffs in 15 freaking seasons. Why not swing for the fences? If you come up short... Oh, well, who expected any different? I'm surprised to see how many Kings fans on social media weren't happy by this. I get their hesitation as to if the package that the Kings would have to give up is too much and if it would make sense. I understand that. 
But fans being frustrated that the Kings are even involved in the conversation or the Kings would even try to be involved in the conversation. Why? What does it change? Someone sent it to me that now it's a negative because the Kings are revealing that the untradeable, untouchable label on De'Aaron Fox isn't actually real. That the Kings would trade De'Aaron Fox or potentially make Fox available in a Damian Lillard trade. Yeah, no duh. Damian Lillard is a superstar. One of the top 10 players in the NBA, in my opinion. De'Aaron Fox, not there yet. Could be, we hope he will be, but not there yet. I think De'Aaron Fox is going to be an all-star in this league. Hell, I predict he's going to be one next year. But Fox is not on Lillard's level. Fox may never get to Lillard's level. And honestly, if you're one of those people who's upset that the untradeable label on De'Aaron Fox isn't a real thing or isn't as strong as maybe you expected, one, I think you're just looking for something to be negative about, and two, welcome to reality. The Kings were going to trade De'Aaron Fox for a so-so player, but if Fox can land you one of the best players in the NBA, yeah, you're going to at least humor the conversation. The Kings are not in any kind of position to say, oh, you want Fox for Damian Lillard? Click. Hell no. It's the other way around, honestly. But I do agree with fans who are hesitant, who see Damian Lillard, 31 years old, and compare that to the timeline that De'Aaron Fox is on, who just signed his new contract, who is in his early 20s. I understand the hesitation there. I do. And I personally would not agree to a deal that brought Damian Lillard to Sacramento if the Kings were giving up everything. Fox, Halliburton, draft picks. I would say no thank you. I would rather the Kings stick with what they have and try and figure it out, even though that hasn't gone very well from them over the last decade and a half. So I understand the hesitation there. But again, the fact that the Kings are involved, at least, in Damian Lillard conversations is a breath of fresh air to me. I think it's a win. To me, it says that Monty McNair is putting his money where his mouth is, and he's trying to make the move that Sacramento needs to make in order to get out of this funk. It took a Mitch Richmond trade for Chris Webber, the gamble of that trade, to get the Kings into those glory years in the late 90s and early 2000s. It's probably going to take something vaguely similar to that or some home runs in the draft, which they got last year in Halliburton, but how much can you expect that from this Kings organization? I'm glad Monty McNair is trying. He's swinging. He's not just sitting there twiddling his thumbs and waiting to overpay middle-of-the-road free agents, make mild trades, and think that's going to be the difference between the Kings making the playoffs or not. Today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes like Fiat and Kia and models, Pacifica, XT5, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And why wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brands that his warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com offers all the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. I know nothing about cars, absolutely nothing about cars, but when I know what part I need, I go to RockAuto.com, it's in my basket and on its way to my house within hours. It's amazing. Plus, it saves me a ton of money. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection 
reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Well, it's all fine and dandy to see the Sacramento Kings amongst the list of teams reportedly aggressively going after Damian Lillard, but it's a completely other thing to put together a package that actually brings Lillard to Sacramento. I think it's fair to say it's a long shot. It's good to see the Kings actually involved in these rather than just folding and and stepping away just because they are the Sacramento Kings. But here to make sense of this whole thing or or to try and make a little bit of sense uh, is Mike Richmond, the host of the Locked on Trailblazers podcast. And Mike, I'm sure you're already fatigued with all of the rumors and all the chaos surrounding uh, Damian Lillard this offseason. It seems like it's only going to get more chaotic. But when it comes to these five teams that were reportedly aggressively going after Lillard, uh, Heat, Knicks, Rockets, Sixers, and then the Kings, doesn't it kind of feel like one of these teams doesn't belong? And I'm talking about the Sacramento Kings in that instance. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like, uh, did, did the Kings tell you this? Did the, <laughs> was it the, was it the Kings who said the Kings are interested? Uh, because you know, one of these, one of these things is not like the other, as you said. Yeah. I, I it's, it's, well, Monty McNair said that he wants the Kings to be in a place to to be available for when situations like this happen, whether it's a disgruntled star who wants out or a team that's trying to move uh, in a different direction. He wants the Kings to be in a position to be able to actually get involved in the conversation. But the thing is, Mike, if Dame wants out of Portland, if, if the Trailblazers and Dame are going to uh, separate a lot of it, what I'm hearing, is because Portland isn't convinced that they're going to be able to to build a, a title team around him or build a contender, really, around him. So why in the world would Dame think that Sacramento would be able to do that when they haven't been able to make the playoffs in 15 years? I don't know if that really makes sense. Right, but if he's under contract for four more years. He doesn't have much leverage. Like, you can trade him somewhere he doesn't want to go. Uh, that That's the trick here, uh, is that the Blazers have... Um, some bargaining power because he, he it's not like Dame can can pull an Anthony Davis and hold other suitors hostage. He just he's going to get traded somewhere and he'll he'll be under contract there. Uh, an, another team, those potential suitors can roll the dice and say, hey, let's let's take one of the 10 best players in the league. And if he's mad, he's mad, but he'll still be one of the 10 best players in the league. You know, I remember when the Kings traded for Chris Webber and Chris Webber actively said, like, I don't want to play in Sacramento. I don't want to go to Sacramento. Uh, and that was in an era where uh, player star power was an influence really was significantly less than what it is today. Now, of course, it ended up turning into the sweetheart story and Webber is arguably the greatest Sacramento King uh, of all time. But am I right in assuming that that's not the kind of person that Damian Lillard is in the event, some crazy way that he was traded to Sacramento, he wouldn't be the one to refuse to play or refuse to go that he would go and see out his contract i mean the dame up to this point has been someone defined by loyalty but a guy who's maybe asking out or or plotting an exit strategy with four years remaining on his contract it might seem like he's going against the grain i agree with you that like the the dame the dame brand suggests that he would go there and play nice and be a professional and i I think there's plenty of reason to believe that but the idea that this might be like a hard pivot in what Damian Lillard is publicly I think it's pretty real 
All right, Mike, I'm not even going to ask you what it would take to get a deal done. What is it going to take from Sacramento to get Portland to even pick up the phone? Is there, There's no way that a deal can start without De'Aaron Fox being on the table, right? Yeah, that, exactly. That's the name I was going to say. And I, I think that's probably a non-starter for some Kings fans. De'Aaron Fox is fun and homegrown, and um, he's you know committed to the franchise long-term. He's all the things you'd want in a Sacramento King, but... As I love Tyrese Halliburton. Let me let me be clear. That's one of my I loved watching the Kings this year. An incredible broadcast and a really fun backcourt. Uh, but Ty Halliburton's not. He's you know he's going to be a throw-in in the trade. He will not be the centerpiece. Uh, Marvin Bagley's not getting it done. Harrison Barnes not getting it done. Um, Buddy Heald, I'm sure you've already traded him for a bag of chips in your mind, Matt. But he's not. You know, it's it's not a conversation starter. Darn it, it. starts. It all starts with De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and that's that's the assumption. And I, and I honestly do understand Kings fan hesitation. Although I look at Damian Lillard and I see a, a bona fide star, someone who the Kings should have drafted. Who knows if Dame would have been Dame here in Sacramento like he has been in Portland. We can argue that uh, all day long. But uh, Dame comes in and immediately makes your team better. And as as great as De'Aaron Fox is, as much as I love De'Aaron Fox, he hasn't been an all-star yet, let alone a superstar uh, like Dame has. Certainly doesn't have the experience that Dame does. But what he does have on Dame is, is a significant age difference, a significant age gap. So uh, Dame still has plenty of years in the league, and in my opinion, De'Aaron Fox has more. So in in that case, do you understand choosing Fox over Dame, or in your mind, would it be foolish uh, to choose De'Aaron over Dame? It kind of depends on what you're doing, right? Like if you want to be good over the next three seasons, it's hard for me to believe that De'Aaron Fox will be better than Dame over the next three years. Uh, as good as Fox is, like he's a really, really talented player, but Damon Lowe is one of the 10 best players in the league. And just like the pull-up shooting is is a real difference in skill set there. Uh, so if, if you want to, you know, if you're trying to build a team that can be better in the future, or um, if you have shooting and need a little bit of athletics, like more like rim pressure from that Fox brings you, then maybe you go in that direction. But if you're trying to, if you're trying to maximize your chances to win right now, um, it's hard for me to think that, um, that Fox is, is, is that you choose that you choose Fox over Dame on, on either side, quite frankly, in terms of what the Blazers could get in return for Damian Lillard. Is Fox close to the best that they could hope for? Of course, it wouldn't just be a, a Fox for Lillard trade straight up. I imagine there would be picks and other players uh, involved. If it in was, it'd be a hell of a deal for Sack. It would, you know, smash the like button. <laughs> no kidding. But I mean, I'm looking at the other teams on this list, the Miami Heat, the New York Knicks, the Rockets, the Sixers, and I'm wondering, you know, what can the would, can the Blazers realistically, realistically hope to get from those teams that is better or equal to De'Aaron Fox? I honestly don't know the answer to that. So uh, in your mind, where is Fox in terms of best case scenario of of immediate return, I guess, for Damian Lillard? He's probably he's probably second on the list behind Ben Simmons, uh, just of those teams, like of the of the teams in the in the ringer story about about pursuing uh, aggressively pursuing Damian Lillard. Like uh, I know people are down on Ben Simmons. I still think like his he's one of the 30 best players in the league at worst, um, which is a good place to start. One of the best defenders in the NBA. Um, he's got some real problems and might, uh, you know, submarine you in the playoffs, but uh, the first 82 games really matter. So uh, I, I think Simmons is probably the, is probably the top and then Fox. Uh, it just depends on what the Blazers want to do. Do they want uh, a young player like Fox or Simmons who's on a giant contract and try to like rebuild, or do they want to truly tear it down to the studs and get, you know, a guy in a rookie 
rookie deal and a whole haul of picks, like say from the Knicks or something like that, who could absorb Lillard in a cap space or in, you know, in the future, someone absorbing uh, Damon into cap space, say Miami, it's, it, it kind of depends on the direction you go. But if, if you're just looking for most talented player, uh, Fox is probably at worst, the second best name on that list. What about the attempts by Portland to please Dame and do one more swing for the fences move in an attempt to keep him. And, and I imagine if that were to be the case, then more than likely CJ McCollum would be amongst the names uh, that were to be traded. Is that more likely you think than an actual Damian Lillard splash? And then what would it take, I guess, in a conversation with Sacramento? I think in the near term, yes. Uh, I, I think, I think if you're talking about what's more likely to happen in the next two months, uh, trading CJ McCollum and trying to upgrade the roster on the, at the forward spots is, is going to be the priority. Number one, it's just, what can you get for CJ McCollum at his price point and, and his age and his skill level and all of those things? Like it, can you get an all-star? And if the answer is no, then, and Dame is frustrated with the, either the return or the lack of movement, then you pivot to trading Dame. But I think step one for the Blazers is try to deal CJ for, uh, for us another star, for a different star to, to put next to Dame. And we'll wrap up with this. I don't think CJ necessarily is the, the best fit for Sacramento, although he certainly could help Sacramento in a, in a lot of ways. If the Kings were to be interested in trying to get involved in the CJ McCollum sweepstakes in your mind, what would it take to get that conversation started in terms of a package from Sac? Well, everyone's been floating. Everyone, my listeners, uh, mostly Matt, have been floating Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley. Uh, and I am a Tar Heel at heart, but uh, that's a hard no thanks for me. I think Harrison Barnes is uh, pretty darn good, but if you make him your second best player, your team's going to suck. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> he's If he's your fifth best player, your team might be one of the greatest teams of all time. Um, it's, a, it's a tough needle to thread, but when he was the fifth best warrior or sixth best warrior, they won 73 games. And when he's been the second best player or billed as that on his teams, they've been bad. Um, so... I don't know. It'd probably be Tyrese Halliburton plus, you know, the money to match. And I'm, if I'm the Kings, I don't do that. I don't even consider it. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. Well, Mike, whatever happens with this Damian Lillard situation, CJ McCollum, all of it, Portland Trailblazers, you'll have it covered over on the uh, Locked On Trailblazers podcast. I appreciate you uh, joining me here on Locked On Kings today and uh, good luck with all the chaos. We're used to it here in Sacramento, so I hope it's not too bad to you there. Oh, I enjoy the I enjoy the madness. So uh, if you want to hear more about Dame Saga, you know where to find me. Locked on Blazers. Appreciate you, Matt. So where will Damian Lillard end up? You can bet on it on betonline.ag if you have a good feeling about it. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline, the official sports gambling partner of the Locked On Podcast Network with so many fun bets, including the NBA Finals, of course. You can bet on the NBA Draft. You can bet on landing destinations for players, whether or not head coaches are going to be fired in the NBA, plus NFL football, NHL hockey, soccer, golf, UFC fighting. They have it all. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. When you sign up today, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but make sure you use promo code LOCKED ON. Don't sit on the sidelines. This is your chance to get into the game and, more importantly, to make some money. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON for a 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, do you want the Sacramento Kings to attempt to trade for Damian Lillard? Do you want Monty McNair to potentially make De'Aaron Fox available in a Damian Lillard trade? 
If so, or if you want the Kings to completely avoid this and stick with what they got, let me know at Matt George Radio on Twitter. Email me mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. And make sure you have both of those addresses on uh, handy because you are going to probably want to use them to respond to me when you hear the Locked On NBA Ultimate Mock Draft and what I decided to do with the Sacramento Kings pick at number nine. Please, please, please go and listen. NBA Ultimate Mock Draft. Really, I want you to listen to every single episode because it's worth your time and the production is just incredible. But specifically to hear what I do with that Kings pick. And if you want to kill me for it, go ahead. If you want to support the move that I made, go ahead. I will explain my decision making and explain to you other conversations that I had with other Locked On hosts and other teams in this exercise in more detail on tomorrow's Locked On Kings podcast. So make sure you're prepared for that by listening to the Ultimate Mock Draft today. For those of you who are tuning in looking forward to this uh, Locked On Kings build your own NBA offseason adventure exercise that I was going to be doing, I'm still going to do it, hopefully at the end of this week, if not early next week. For those of you who don't know, basically I'm putting together a a template like a build your own adventure book or novel where we're going to be working together or working on our own to build our ideal offseason for the Sacramento Kings with realistic moves that makes sense and work under the salary cap and the collective bargaining agreement. I'll go through the moves that I made and I will release that template to you so you can make your own moves and we can compare what we decide to do. Again, that's coming either later this week or early next week. I also have another great guest coming for you this week, Aaron Torres, college basketball analyst and Fox Sports radio host. He will join me on Thursday's Locked on Kings podcast. Plenty of draft conversation there. If you missed my conversation with NBA draft guru Chad Ford, go and listen to that. That was yesterday's pod. We talk about a lot of prospects, a lot of good stuff on Franz Wagner and why Chad Ford thinks Wagner is the pick for the Kings at nine. So much great content for you to check out. I hope you do so. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a review for the Locked On Kings podcast, if you haven't already, best place to do that is on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Hit five stars. Leave a little blurb about what you like about the podcast, any constructive criticism that you have, uh, anything you would like to hear on the podcast, or just a good opportunity for you to uh, write an encouraging message to those who are maybe looking for a Sacramento Kings podcast, even if they're not Kings fans. Uh, make sure that you are doing that. I would really appreciate it. It helps us out a ton. And of course, I can't wait to have you join me on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Kings. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to the Locked On Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.